party time. It is Wednesday. It is flag day, Sarah Gonzalez. I don't know if you know this or not. What I flag are you waving? You now, uh, just the American flag. Just the American flag. I, I'm done qualifying it. I said this on the show on Monday. I said, I'm no more qualifying the American flag. Mm. See, that's the thing. People want to come at you and they say, well, you hang a POW flag on the White House underneath the American flag. Yeah, but that's, that's not in antithesis to the American flag, and it's not... Um, it's not complimenting the American flag. It, that stands alone for its own thing, yeah. right? So when you put the pride flag up there, I'm so sick of this subject. I really am, and I'm going to belabor the point because I think I'm getting through to some people here. When you have to put something up there that says, no, the American flag doesn't say everything it needs to say. We've got to add more. That's wrong. That's wrong. So if people say, well, what about the state flags? What about my Marine flag, mother? <laughs> yeah, it stands for the Marines. <laughs> you know what? That's a very exclusive flag. Mm. If I put a Marine flag on the back of my truck and drove it around, and you drive by me and go, hoorah, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Semper Fi. Okay. I'm not a Marine. It excludes me. And so you, those of you out there who keep coming at me and saying, you're just a bigot for hating on, no, 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 no. You're the bigot because your flag excludes me. And you're throwing rallies and parades that exclude me. You got a whole month that freaking excludes me. I don't exist in your world. You're the bigot. You're the discriminator. On a basis of sexual preference. I'm hetero, baby. We know. <laughs> we <laughs> Do know. we know? I think that we know. I've told you well. I've done some gay shit in my life, but I'm hetero, man. <laughs> you got to do just enough, Brandon, to know, right? I mean, look. You're more insecure if you can't say that, I think. Everyone 100%. experiments in college. You, well, it wasn't college. <laughs> <laughs> it was last night. I mean, when you brush your teeth and you hit the molars and gag a little, you know you're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not, it's not, you're not, you know, it's the way it is. I wasn't born gay. So, so gay people fly the pride flag because the American flag excludes them. Well, the American flag's not enough because that's the argument they've right, made this entire right. week because I'm just pissed over this whole White House Pride Day, which we're going to show you some more stuff. Uh, but I, mean, I, know, I know you're sick of seeing it, but I'm not, I'm, and I'm sick of talking about it, but I'm, I'm just, ooh, as long as they're going to keep cramming it down my throat from corporate America and from the White House and everywhere else, mm -hmm. this whole month, I'm going to push back. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing that they've been saying is, no, now, now we're including everyone. No, we were already including right. everyone. See, you guys pushed the envelope. Now, you've screwed the pooch. You've painted yourself into a corner. And let me tell you what I mean by that. You, there's nothing, there's no, there's no oppression. There's no persecution. There's nobody, there, by and large, America's not out there telling you you can't be gay. There's no right that you don't have. And yet you're going to come and you're going to continue to push it down everybody's throat, slam it in their faces and say, we need more, we need more, we need more. It goes back to what I've been saying for 30 years. You weren't after equality, you're after control. Mm -hmm. I said it on your show Monday. That's why they have to buy, just by the sheer nature of the fact, they have to go after children. Mm -hmm. Don't say you're not going after children. The Baptist church tries to recruit the next generation the boy scouts try to recruit the next generation the republican party the democratic party why do you think they use chris mowry and harry sisson they're recruiting the next generation anything that's going to last generationally has got to by nature go after the next generation so of course the lgbtq plus percent point whatever is going after the next generation yeah of course you are yeah
And guess what? We can we can prove it over and over again. Yeah. I mean, the problem is that all of the other things that you mentioned uh, aren't, you know, things of a sexual nature. Yeah. This by definition, by definition is. Yeah. So you want to hear about my sex life? Sometimes Um, you do. I mean, I wouldn't say sometimes I do want to. Sometimes I just do hear about it. You just hear about it. Yeah. But you were like, I didn't want to hear that. I don't. I'm I'm never given a choice. I don't really want to hear about anybody's sex life (laughs) unless I'm involved. Right. Let's let's talk about it. I I just cannot imagine being that interested in anyone else's sex life or making sure that the first thing that someone learned about me was who I like to screw. (laughs) Well, I can tell you this. I've known Brandon and George for a long time sitting Mm -hmm. over there and never once have we explored one another's sex life. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Brandon was gay for a long time. (laughs) He might be. I don't know. He might be. (laughs) But we've never talked about it. No. For crying out loud. And here's who I'm going to, here's who I'm holding accountable at this point. Those of you out there who say, um, well, these pride guys, these LGBT, the the alphabet mafia, they're the radical outspoken ones. And you know who you are. So the people, I know gay people, it sounds so stupid to say, Mm -hmm. gay people. Why do you have to qualify everybody? I know a black guy. I got a black friend. Stop. I got gay friends. <laughs> we chew tobacco together, among other things. But those people out there who say, well, no, you're just your average rank and file gay. You're the one is responsible for pulling those people, the radicals, back in. Mm-hmm. You're the ones mm-hmm. who, because listen, you got you to gotta police your own. That sounds weird to say, but you can't keep, you know, those people that are out there, you know who can you know who can who can help the black community, the urban community that's out there with fatherlessness, uh, um, right. you know, at seventy six percent, and dealing with the black on black crime and the shootings and the murder and the homicide black rate leaders. and the abortions. You know who can police that? Black leaders. Black leaders mm-hmm. who have some common sense mm-hmm. and know how to bring it together instead of your Al Sharptons and your Jesse Jacksons who are race baiters and they need that stuff to continue happening so they've got a platform mm-hmm. and can make money. So same applies to if your sexuality. If that's the conversation we're going to freaking have, let's have it. Because I don't blush, bitch. I don't blush. I don't care where you're putting your wiener. I don't care where it's at. But but when you do stuff like this, um, this, this pisses me off. Play clip number 13. It's hard to be a hater when there's so much love in the world. Yeah, retweet to that. Wow. Everyone around the world should celebrate Pride. Pride means that you're special. Yeah. And loving. Yeah. And kindness. Yeah, Pride does mean all those things. So what what is Pride? About people who are queer and queers is two people of the same gender who have crushes on each other. Do you think kids should be at Pride? Yeah. Usually they mostly experience like... And stories, straight stuff. So it's good for kids to also know about queer stuff. I am non-binary. Yeah? I have the perfect cape for it. A flag? Yes, 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 yes. It is uh, fantabulous. I don't care if anyone says no if this is not fantabulous, because it is fantabulous. Isn't that cute? No. Yeah. No. That's child abuse. It is child abuse. And so I want to keep pushing this because, again, the Twitter rereads want to come at me and say, you can't show me where the LGBT whatever community is going after children. Just did it right there. That is what they call grooming. Mm -hmm. 
someone taught those kids that vocabulary mm-hmm. and get put that logic in their head mm-hmm. and that kid's talking about it's okay to be queer it's okay right. for kids to be queer it's okay to be they show know. so many straight people in books we need queer people too yeah. oh i'm sure he came up with that all by himself yeah, i'm non- non-binary right really right right i i love too that they one of them said pride is is special it's for special people and another one said everyone should celebrate pride like you guys are literally teaching little kids to celebrate who adults have sex with yeah are you proud of yourself so yesterday i tweeted that video out and someone commented and said being special and being kind and being caring that's what's wrong with that um that why don't you just do a video about being caring and kind right that's not what pride is about right i mean we've shown you ad nauseum these images of so yeah i mean why why does why can't you just do a video about kids being kind to one another that's an amazing concept right wow it's almost like that's not actually what they want to do to the children chad no but you know No, sir, it's not. It's not, indeed. I think we've proven at this point that it is not what they wanted to to the children. You know, so I reminded uh, when, um, when um, uh, Phil Robertson, when they got, you know, when they jumped on him because he did that interview years ago and they tried to cancel Duck mm-hmm. Dynasty. And I'll never forget Al Robertson telling me the story of when they, you know, they did that article, they did that interview with phil robertson and this is this is how the left twists everything to try to create a narrative you know they ask him about growing up in louisiana at a time when jim crow was happening but he just said what was it like they asked him what was it like growing up in louisiana what was your relationship with blacks Mm -hmm. and he said didn't really think about it he said you know we worked on the side of the road and when it was time to take a break we went and had a drink out of the same water bucket right you know the headline was Phil Robertson was okay with Jim Crow South in the 1950s, 60s, right? That's the slant. What mm. Phil was saying was, eh, we, didn't, we got along just great. Right. You have to literally teach people to think with that type of slant mm-hmm. and bent. That's what they're doing with kids. Mm-hmm. You have to create that thing in their head, this separateness this division now joe biden said he was going to unify the country (laughs) and this is what we're seeing yeah it's it's on steroids at this point well he's going to unify the country what what he means by that is you are going to believe what he tells you to believe and if you don't i don't know you might get thrown into a re-education camp or something (laughs) that's his idea of unity well i don't know how many times i got to tell people in 1918 when the bolsheviks took over in russia they took the kids out of the home and they put them in education schools for communism whenever hitler was rising to power they had the nazi youth and it's again you have to and and listen i've said over and over again if the baptist church was doing this sexualizing kids and and listen here's the thing predators are everywhere children are okay Mm -hmm. the most the the statistically greatest chance you have of getting sexually um abused is in a school Mm -hmm. is in the school that's a statistical fact okay um wherever there's kids there's predators there's people who do bad things they do dumb things and uh scouts churches whatever so your argument about what people do in the dark 
you bring me the video, the prevalent videos of these people who normally do their crap in the dark, you bring me those videos, we'll show them on this show. Right. You'll show them on your show. Yes. But you're doing it in the light. Mm -hmm. So I can easily find this. This is on Twitter. It's on Instagram. It's wherever videos are made. Mm -hmm. And what I said about this Pride Day at the White House was I said, they're going to make this look like some pure, wholesome deal. There's Pete and Jason Buttigieg with their arms around each other in front of that pride flag on the White House. A lot of people have come to me and said, that's photoshopped. Shut the... the it's not photoshopped. They draped the flag on the front of the White House, right. front and center. Um, it wasn't all daisies and roses and anal beads. It was a whole <laughs> lot more going on. And, we're, and I said, once that thing is put out there and the stamp of approval by the general public and the president are made on this deal, you're going to start seeing some wild shit of what was really going on on the White House lawn. Mm -hmm. Just give it a minute because these people can't keep what they do in the dark. They can't. They literally have been given permission to show their depravity. Mm -hmm. and, that, and now we're starting to see those videos come out. I want to show you one. You've already seen it, but I'm going to show it to you again because I want to talk about it. All right. You know, it's hard for me to talk about eating ass and then go to my Patriot supply. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a whole other that's on the menu too actually you get a 30 day supply of that <laughs> and if, as long as you store it correctly yeah yeah you gotta refrigerate that <laughs> i don't know if you can put ass in the fridge well you don't want it to spoil mm. let's not send the, them this part of the ad no 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 this we're, we're totally gonna delete 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 yeah, no <laughs> don't you delete a damn thing <laughs> Guys, I can't believe the dire headlines we're facing around the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. Now, the reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Grocery stores will be empty because roads will be closed and the trucks won't be able to make deliveries. And when that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. I love them and utilize them quite often. But when you order today, you will save $200 on each kit you need. So having these kits means your family is going to stay fed while others stand in the food line. So don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today. Save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to preparewithchad.com. You're going to get fast, free, discreet shipping. And I want you to do it today or you will regret it. So uh, I want you to do that. Do it for me. Go to preparewithchad.com. And we'll be right back. So you want to see the debauchery? Um, I couldn't figure out what I was seeing, but I tweeted this out. And this this is the people's house. This, this is uh, the White House. This is mm, uh, this is the White House mm. on the front lawn. Play the clip. Hey, Mr. President, it is an honor of trans rights and human rights. Are we topped this at the White House? Wow. Mm. Wow. Some of the bravest and most inspiring people I've ever known. Yeah. Um, literally speechless. I'm so glad that Joe Biden restored honor and decency. Honor to the and White decency House. to the White House. That was the whole deal. Imagine if Donald Trump had topless people 
on the White House lawn. Donald Trump's wife used to be a supermodel, and we haven't heard the last of, I mean, they, they're constantly oh, talking constantly about doing she, that. I mean, yeah. she posed nude, posed right. in various positions and all these kind of things. Right. They still bring that thing up right. there. Right, right. I mean, there's literally, in, in talking about kids, they, there's only that one picture of that redneck family surrounded by girls with their yes. butts hanging out with the Trump flag. Yes, they use the same one. The same thing over and over again. I'm like, you know, if it was prevalent, you would have a ton of this right. stuff. Right, right. But you've got the one... The one stock photo. The one stock photo of rednecks mm-hmm. out there that keeps showing the one thing. What about this? Well, I mean, I can, I can proof text anything. I can find anything that backs up bad logic. Mm-hmm. But again, your point doesn't stand on that. If Trump had done this, it's all they would be talking about. Of course. Of all course. they would be talking about. It's so, you know, she, that's a guy in their movies. Which, which I will confess, that is next level. Stop. That's next level breastage on a dude. Stop it. Stop it. It's true, though. It's just That's not That's all fair. I'll say. I couldn't figure out if that was a, a, a biological woman or a man when I saw it. I mean, sometimes they'll fool you. <laughs> well, I mean. You might find out the hard way. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I was going to say. But, I mean, Ew, you know, the other. Why? The why other, are you doing this? The other, two zi- the other two zipper tits on the other side, <laughs> those are biological females. Yeah. They've taken theirs off and, you know, left a Velcro patch there. But the guy in the middle had a double take on that. I didn't know. I just there's even if you don't have if you're trying to pass as a man and show off your scars, I just there's just really no reason to take your shirt off on the White House lawn. No, there's there's just none. I mean, listen, we complained two weeks ago about John Fetterman at the press conference as a senator wearing a hoodie and gym shorts mm-hmm. i mean is have we completely first of all let me just make the statement that's nothing to be proud of nothing to be proud of you call it pride you are literally headed towards destruction you built your life on a really bad ideology mm-hmm. really bad narrative it's it's a faith-based thing again i said on your show monday you would not see them having an, a national day of prayer on the white house lawn in the same manner you said well separation of church and state uh uh that's a religion that's a religion yes that's a religion they've got a flag they've got a symbol they've got a whole thing they're mm-hmm. bowing down to mm-hmm. there is something as i've told you before on this show if you have to ask permission of something or someone then that's what's in control of you and in essence you're worshiping that thing because again it becomes an idol mm-hmm. you have identified yourself around a certain thing that's an, that is a that is a there's certain language certain protocols certain practices certain things you pay homage to i'm describing a religion and and that's exactly what that is Mm -hmm. so they basically had a religious ceremony you know with joe biden running point on that deal so you would never see that for a national day of prayer and it's not it's not something you should be proud of i mean that's that's imagine if that was your kid you're invited to the you go to the white house you're on the White House lawn, and the most dignified thing you can do is pull your tits out Not or my show kid. your surgery scars. Not my kid. This is barbaric yeah. at this point. Yeah. It is. And it doesn't it make you wonder how many people in society are only going along with this because they're worried that if they don't, 
they'll, you know, lose their jobs or lose their status <coughs> in society or whatever. It, I, I have to believe, I have to believe that the majority of people who are going along with this are really doing so just as a, you know, fake. Well, the guillotine has a very specific ability to keep you in line. Yeah. And if you're seeing a bunch of other heads roll down the street for what they've done, right. you may want to save your own. Right. And so you adopt the language, you adopt, you know, you, 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 I'm not, I'm not bourgeoisie. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not upper crust in, in, you know, France. I'm, I'm one of the peasants right. out there. I'm part of the revolution. Uh, you can start hiding in the, you know, the pauper's clothing, so mm -hmm. to speak. But yeah, you're exactly right. They've seen so many cancellations. But as my friend uh, Brad Skistimus, five times August, tweeted this uh, yesterday morning, he said, um, I'm so ready for the pendulum to swing the other way I that I hope the thing breaks off the axis. I know. I know. And it's going to, guys. It, well, it will because they keep doubling down on this because everyone's too freaking scared to speak up. Yeah. So they, they think that this is how the rest of society feels and believes. And everyone thinks that they're actually men can be women and women can be men and that there's nothing wrong with showing your movies on the White House lawn. Yeah, I had someone who, again, tweeted back at me when I said, this is disgraceful. Yeah. He said, says who? I said, says history. Any normal, sane, reasonable person. Yeah, but these people don't believe in history either because several people commented back and said, well, history had slavery and history had oppression and history had, you know, rapes and, and all these. And I was like, and history also had liberation. Mm -hmm. And it also had, you know, foundational things that, that built and eradicated all those things. And they don't want to believe in the good parts of history. Right. I mean, look around you at all of the, you know, the, again, it may be our demise, but look at all the advances we live in as a, as a first world spoiled, rotten, on the tit society mm -hmm. that has actually produced a generation of betas to where that is actually being put up on a pedestal and said, this is what men should strive for, is to achieve this level of weakness so as to not look, you know, oppressive in nature. Literally, it is achievement and progress that has created that culture, which has enabled you to be that level of weakness. Anyone who questions why you're saying that it's disgraceful that someone would remove their clothing on the White House lawn is nobody that I would like to share a country with. I would no, like to just be clear. No, it's done. I mean, it's done. We've, you've, you've exposed yourself and we've seen you for what you are. Right. And, and you want to call me the bigot. Um, and it's like... No, I didn't have a problem with anybody. Right. And it's weird that, again, the 24-hour news cycle and social media has to throw all of these walks of life into our living room every single day so that we're exposed to it. And we, get, we go, wow, that ain't happening in my neighborhood. You know, it's not happening in my house. And I'd really kind of wish that it wasn't being piped into my house. But you're going to keep throwing it at me, throwing it at me. I've got to see it every time I walk in the front row, you know, the front shopping aisle of Target. It's there. To the point where it's like, you know, I just, I'm not going to go to Target anymore. Will you bigot? Right. No, no, it's a free market economy. I, I can literally choose. You can call it a boycott, whatever you want to do. I can literally choose not to spend my money because I don't want to see it. I don't want to talk about your sexuality. I want my kids protected from it. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't want my kids going to a school and coming out with certain spelling words like non-binary. I don't, I don't want to have to figure that out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's okay.
for me not to like it. It's okay for me to call it weird. It's okay for me to call it unacceptable. It's okay for me to call it disgraceful. It's okay for me to tell you, hey, you want to do that, you do that over there. Mm-hmm. Because now you've, you've chosen not to police yourselves. You're going to, again, you're after control. And I'm pushing back on that. Well, it's the same thing that they have done with abortion as well, right? Like previously, I think a lot of Americans would think to themselves, I mean, look, abortion is not a great thing, but I realize, you know, they would say, well, I realize maybe, you know, we need to make sure that women have the ability to do that, but it's not something that you're going to brag about. And they took that all the way to shout your abortion. Yes. So shout it, celebrate it, take a plan B pill on national television, you know, during a media interview. Brag about how many babies you've killed in your womb. And so I think that that made a lot of Americans very uncomfortable saying that they were pro-choice yeah. because then you're latching yourself on to, oh, I, so you believe in killing a baby up until, you know, the moment of birth, maybe sometimes after if you're Governor Ralph Northam mm-hmm. and you, you know, you don't have a problem with it. You want to brag about it. I mean, they take these movements. They take these things that are supposed to be like, well, it it's not normal. We know it's not normal, but like we will allow it. Yeah. They take those and try to normalize all of it and shove it in your face. Mm. <clears throat> that's me grunting like a toxic male i love it okay. more alpha, of that alpha bigot <laughs> <laughs> i'm an alpha bigot i don't know if anybody's ever used that term before i write love it, it write it down damn it i love it yeah you need to need you need to use that <laughs> yeah i'm an alpha bigot that's uh, i mean that's what they're gonna call you no matter what that's exactly what I keep trying to tell people. They, they will call you all of these names anyway. So who cares what they call you? Do yeah. what's right. My death threat that I read on uh, the show the other day, and uh, uh, he messaged me last night and says, I'm coming. And I was like, do you need an address? Because <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get this stuff all the time. And I'm mm-hmm. like, where are you at? Right. Find me in my truck. <laughs> See what happens then, mother. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, cleaning guns. Uh, I love cleaning my guns, actually. It's a very meditative process, uh, but it's a dirty job. You want to make sure you're doing it right. Those patches we've always used, they're messy, they're inefficient. Uh, the rope cleaning elements like the boar snakes and stuff like that, they, uh, they tend to hide dirt when it comes through the barrel. So that's not good enough. Fortunately, I found a much better solution. It's Barrel Buddy. Barrel Buddy compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel, making sure to clean the rifling grooves. And it comes in seven different sizes to match any caliber firearm you have. So Barrel Buddy is composed of polymers that don't leave behind residual particles. So it's safer. It cleans by scrubbing and collecting the particulates that absorbs any remaining residue and buffs the interior surface clean. So you can even uh, lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning your gun. So it's an important part of being being a responsible gun owner, make sure that you're cleaning your guns, but use Barrel Buddy. They're a totally new concept and a better way of taking care of your firearms. So get some today. I promise you're going to love them. Go to BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. We'll be right back. All right. So um, the uh, White House did come out and condemn. Mm-hmm. The whole topless thing. Shocking. But again, it's a little too late. It's too little too late. Well, it is. And it also goes uh, in complete, you know, contrast to what the left has been telling us since the incident, which was it's perfectly fine. And here it goes back to the point that we were making earlier. You keep doubling down Mm -hmm. and the and Joe Biden and his administration, the ones who you think are your allies. Mm -hmm. Guess Mm -hmm. what? They're going to start condemning your activity, too. That's what I mean when I say your house of cards is going to fall in. I can't believe Joe Biden is transphobic. 
he is transphobic. Wow. Uh, this behavior is inappropriate and disrespectful for any event at the White House. That, see, those are words that really shouldn't have to be said. Right. Right. Like, you know what I was doing, man? I was masturbating in the Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> Let's tell everybody. They got Primo lotion in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, individuals in the video will not be invited to future events. Boom, you're out. Rose Montoya. You and your penis can't come back to the White House. I can't wait to see Rose Montoya's response to that. This one. I don't want to go look. I don't really want to go either look way. either. I'm sure somebody in the live the content channel. that I saw uh, Rose that Rose Montoya puts out, I think, is well, you showed me a bikini me. shot of old Rose with him. I'm I'm pretty sure that was Rose. There there was there was a lot going on. Let there. me just say this. When I say a lot, I mean a lot was going on there. Well, it's just interesting because as much as these people claim that they are uh, women, they sure don't want to chop their dicks off. No, they don't. I wouldn't want to chop that thing off either because that <laughs> was not your standard issue mediocre Caucasian penis. I'm just saying, I can't believe she fit that in a, he fit that in a bikini. <laughs> there, there would be some hangage. Well, it probably was a Target tuck-friendly bikini. <laughs> I don't so. know, man. Listen, older I get, my testicles would be swinging out of that bikini. <laughs> like, you can't laser that off. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't see me, Bo Derek, running down the beach. I'd be, I'd be bouncing like them, <laughs> them pendulum balls or whatever you call them. Anyway, uh, it's fun to talk about. Um... Newton's ladder. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Do you ever pay attention to guys like? First of all, how are you, Sarah? First of all, <laughs> that was. How are you? That was schizophrenic. You went to the makeup convention. I did earlier the other this day. Week. Yeah. What's that all about? What do they do at makeup conventions? Sell uh, makeup. Sell. Well, yes. This was a mostly skincare and makeup. So there was a lot of skincare products. There were a lot of. Um, you know, uh, serums and facials and... So it was like a witch's convention. Well, they did have a spray tan booth where I, I turned the corner and there were women just in bikinis, like, lined up. And I was like, what is going on here? And apparently right. they, like, you go change in the back and then you stand in line in a bikini and they spray tan you right there, which I would not be comfortable with at all, but no. alarmingly... Well, it's like going to a tattoo convention. Yeah. I know people who go to tattoo conventions and God knows I got them, but they're, they're like, come back with tattoos. And I'm like, oh, like there was no thought to that right. at all. But then again, I put the lightning bolt on here you did. the other day and I was, I was just like walking down the street and I was like, here, put, draw on me. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. That's there's a lot of fun things that we're working on that I'm not at liberty to discuss quite yet. But yeah. it's let me tell you, you're gonna, gonna take over the world. That's the plan. That's the plan. Honestly, I want to be so, your chief fun officer. That's I'm CFO. I'm down with that. Yeah, I want to go to all the makeup conventions and hang out at the spray tan booth. Yeah, I bet you do. There is one other booth you might like. It's called Bright. I think Bright. And um, they Tell do all it. sorts of skin brightening and they were all wearing skin. shirts, skin brightening. Let me finish. They're all wearing shirts that said, uh, I used to work for an asshole. Now I just bleach them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like being an OBGYN. That could backfire on you. <laughs> you know, there's some starfish you want to keep in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, Sarah. Yeah. But I would try it. <laughs> I would try it. I'm willing to look at assholes for at least eight hours. And try everything once. Once. <laughs> I have tried some things once. <laughs> See earlier segment about gay say, shit. Gay shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
well enough about that uh you're gonna take over the world i was actually in the shower last night thinking about you but for different reasons <laughs> it's like wait a second and i was like you know sarah's really about to take over the world in this deal <sighs> i'm trying yeah i'm working on it i want to uh the the two things that i want to do while i'm on this planet are um make this world a better place for my children than it is right now and also make lots of money yeah because we're capitalists here. i like that yeah I have officially signed with Based Records, the record label out of Nashville. So excited. Uh, the only reason I chose to do it with them is because uh, Based Records established themselves on the basis of free speech, mm-hmm. real music that can't be canceled. Um, and my buddy Chris Wallen, who is a multi-platinum songwriter, various other huge songwriters are involved as well. I won't name them, but... Um, I could list off a whole litany of songs and you'd be like, oh, wow, they wrote that. And he'll be in town all next week. Chris will. And so he's coming on the show next Great. week. Let me just warn you guys. He is a country boy <laughs> and he talks real slow. <laughs> but he writes number one hits. And we're, wow. we, we're already working on a song right now that I wish I could tell you that I think should be out probably in the fall, September, October. Is that the one you sent me lyrics to the other day? Uh, that is another one of the songs. Okay. That is another one of the songs, but it is going to tickle your patriotic fancy. Love but it. it's real good music. So I signed with Based, so I'm going to be spending a lot of time in Nashville. I'm hoping that Blaze will let me use Jason Whitlock's studio a little bit to shoot out of there. You have to ask Jason about that. Well, you know what? Jason has sat in the front for long enough, okay? <laughs> it's time for him to share it with the white man. I'm going to Rosa Parks the shit out of the yeah, studio. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a second. I will Rosa Parks that studio. You're sending Jason to the back of the bus? Well, he can stay up front. <laughs> okay. But he's got to make room for the whitey. <laughs> he got to make, make room for Cracker Chat. I'm really, really excited about this deal. I am really excited about it, too. It's been a long time it's coming. it's very and... legitimate. Yes. In terms of the stuff we're doing and having the, the backing behind it. Yeah. It's it's huge but i think the the point too that i want the audience to remember is like we you know we're the parallel economy is a real thing i'm trying to do it with the makeup stuff you're doing it with the songs the music and the the comedy as well and so this is how we're going to take the culture back and i think you know maybe you think if you're just you know you're sitting at home watching this like oh well what what can i possibly do i think everyone who has a talent and a passion or a hobby or whatever should be thinking of how they can contribute to the parallel economy it's just gonna it's gonna take so many more of us well when i was in hollywood and working with so many conservatives out there i said is there a way to take hollywood back and they said absolutely not and i said okay well then let's just create something different and right. they said well it would take a lot of money okay, okay so i went and got a billionaire and let's go do it right right they're out there yes there's people who are financing these things well i mean steve dace is a great example of yeah. this with nefarious let's go let's go find some people right. with some money who are willing to put it back there i said to matt marston i mm-hmm. said you know he's a he's a hollywood actor i said what would it take to put out some films he goes money i said money makes the world go round. we get right. that right so let's go find it i'm fortunate enough i went out there i networked enough and finally found it yeah and we've partnered with some people of like-mindedness. You've done the same thing with mm-hmm. your side of things. Um, and, and it's just really cool to go out and see it come to fruition. Yeah. And I'm excited because sky's the limit on the creativity. And it, it, it might as well. I've said forever, if you can take something and add music to it, if you can take common sense, wrap it in humor or add music to it or whatever, 
things that people enjoy. Mm-hmm. Makeup is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Beauty stuff. Uh, that's why it's a mega billion dollar industry mm-hmm. in America. You take that and then you apply some truth with it. It makes mm-hmm. it an easier pill for people to swallow. Well, or I mean, in my case, or just give them an alternative that, you know, to give their money to a company that doesn't hate them. Yeah. I mean, for that, that was it's like uh, now we throw in the truths about women and we want to empower real womanhood and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I was just like I was sick to death going into Ulta and Sephora knowing like, wow, these people actually really hate me and wish that I didn't exist because I vote a certain way and I'm still giving them my money. That's gross. I should start an alternative. Yeah, that's why I went out and partnered on our my apparel my merchandise stuff with uh, the bigly boys in arkansas mm-hmm. the same guys that we they do the hodge twins and their apparel we went in together and said listen i can keep running this warehouse out of arlington texas or we can grow it exponentially these guys are veterans they're smart they're marketing geniuses and i said we could grow this thing exponentially and do something that actually has a message and then be able to benefit on a greater level veterans and you know patriots people that are in need um we've got our thing out people love to make fun of it too good conservatives say oh you're just a grifter why are you doing this stuff no no we're building a parallel economy Right. right You know, we do our Chad coins. It's chadcoins.com. It's it's our hold the line coin where we've got these coins out there. We said, listen, we're just building a community to be able to look at people and say, hey, it's not about veterans and first responders, but what about those people who are still holding the line, whether they're Mm -hmm. in the medical field or the educational field or whatever they may be. And we're doing these things and it it builds a message and it builds a mission. And it's like, it's not about the coin. It's not about the coin. It's about the message and bringing people together and unifying them on that stuff. But we're also doing it at 76forever.com and all this stuff and i'm like you can bitch about it all you want but we're out here actually doing something right with some skin in the game right and um and you want you say well hollywood sucks and the news media sucks well why don't we go out there and build some businesses that are actually profitable so we could turn around and use that money if i said money changes everything yep. you're just about making money no kidding <laughs> exactly exactly we just told you that's what it's going to take to change everything right so you know, they got all the money. Why do you think Target and the beers and all this kind of stuff, they can go woke without any worries about it? Because they know they're backed up by money. And look what happened to Twitter when the right person right. acquired it. That was done because he has a shit ton of money. Money. Somebody said the other day, Elon, could you not buy the WHO and mm. if make it actually about health? And he responded. He said, how much does it cost? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, guys. All right. Hey, everybody deals with pain from time to time. Man, I woke up in the middle of the night. Something's going on in the back of my knee. I don't know. But uh, one of the few guarantees that we have in life, along with death and taxes, is you're going to suffer from pain every now and then. Don't just sustain it and deal with it and move forward. I want you guys to move forward with success and freedom from that pain. Don't let it fill your world and steal your joy. Uh, If you're one of the people who experiences this, you know it can be really awful. The good news, it doesn't have to be that way. Relief Factor is a great way to reduce pain, which is mostly caused by inflammation in the joints. And when you take it as directed, it could absolutely change your life. Now, it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. It reduces inflammation in your body. 70% of the people who take it keep ordering it because it works. So if you're living with pain, please try a three-week quick start it's only 19.95 it's trial pack and you're going to love it go to relieffactor.com relieffactor.com or call them at 800 the number four relief we'll be right back (laughs) 
I had a great train of thought in the last segment. I was like, no, let's pimp out some stuff. <laughs> let's I'm pimp here out for some it. stuff. Uh, do you ever pay attention to guys like um, Keith Oberman or anything like that? Not really. I mean, I try King not to. Or just the, Steve, Stephen King, the author. Oh, you know? yeah. He's insufferable. And then the, social um, media. there's a bunch of them that just, oh. And I, I guess they're like the rest of us. You know, they got an opinion. <laughs> But it should, yeah, but, I, but their opinion just, sucks, and mine's much better. It's way better, and it's more intelligently <laughs> thought out and expressed. Right. So uh, play clip number two, please. In a special weekend Trump indictment edition of the Countdown podcast, I am sorry only that this is not a capital case. The indictment underscores it. Donald Trump is treacherous, traitorous, treasonous. Quote, the classified documents Trump stored in his boxes included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries. But the next sentence is worse. Trump had documents detailing, quote, U.S. nuclear programs. But the next sentence after that is worse. Potential vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack. But the next sentence <laughs> is worse still. Plans for possible retaliation to a foreign attack. And that is the real nightmare here. The joke is Trump spilled all our secrets on the floor of Mar-a-Lago. How did all those foreign spy agencies not steal them, the joke goes. How do we know they did not steal them? All that and more in a special weekend edition of the Countdown Podcast, available now wherever you podcast. You know, my first question there is, you've been in TV for almost 40 years, dude. Do you have to put your face right in the camera? Right. There, he, there is something very seriously wrong with Keith Olbermann. Bad. Like, I, I mean, it is, it is, those synapses are not firing. No. And I mean, he clearly has nobody in his life who loves him enough to tell him he needs help. Yeah. Yeah. Shave your face, old man. <laughs> you know, you kind of look like you came out of the old folks home. The only thing missing is the robe. I'm going to cut your face. I'm going to tell you. He was spread out on the floors of Mar-a-Lago. Was Vladimir Putin taking a shit at Mar-a-Lago <laughs> and reading nuclear secrets? Why? Well, who who all has seen? Why why hasn't why haven't spies stole them? Because they were locked up. Right, right. Well, I mean, you why know. aren't they stealing them from Hillary Clinton's private email servers? Well, it, I mean, if Donald Trump wanted to be more responsible, he could have, you know, I don't know, put them in a, a garage next to a, a Corvette, Corvette that his crackhead son drives. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong there? The fortress, <laughs> the fortress that is a garage. With a locked, don't worry, the door was locked. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, we went to war. How many, how many countless lives were lost over a lie about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? Are we holding George W. Bush accountable? Or is he just going to retire a billionaire in Crawford, Texas on his ranch? That one. That one. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to say anything. Everybody's still, and I'm sick to death of you conservatives out there seeing him at a baseball game and putting your arm around him mm -hmm. and taking picture with him mm -hmm. like he's such a sweet old guy no no he's a war criminal actually mm -hmm. <laughs> he's a war criminal minor detail so is barack obama i mean anybody that drone strikes yep. seven simultaneous nations to the point of even blowing up a wedding with women and children and killing civilians with drone strikes you're a war criminal mm -hmm. are they being held accountable hillary clinton let's talk about benghazi you were secretary of state bitch <laughs> you know and you say at this point what does it even matter it matters a lot I know the survivors of Benghazi. They're personal friends of mine. It matters a lot. And you just sat back there and watched them get annihilated in that situation. Not going to do it. If you trust the American government at this point, you're dumb. Mm -hmm. And I used to. God, I was naive. 
I was so naive. I, Every president for the last 50 years should have been should have been impeached. And well, you say the the government, but it's not just the president. Like, don't you shouldn't trust any no department, Nobody. all the way no to the agency, all the way to the two point five million unelected bureaucrats that are actually right. you know, progressive agenda drivers that they've placed in there. Those were the ones who were actually doing the crap. Right. If you think Joe Biden has read a brief in the however many two and a half years he's been in office. He hasn't read a single thing he's signed. He's only he's only awake from 12 to 4 p.m. <laughs> right. They don't want to bother him on weekends. <laughs> want to keep his strength up. He's not reading anything. He's a parking meter. <laughs> he's literally a parking meter. He has off hours. He's not in the situation room. They no. would have to kill if they killed Osama bin Laden. They'd have to kill him at three in the afternoon. <laughs> they'd have to square that away with Eastern time U.S. You know? A time when Joe's awake so he can come down there and watch him do it. And once he's had his tapioca pudding, he's he's <laughs> gone for the count. He's Warm out. it up. Have an insure. Drink a little oatmeal <laughs> pie. You know, oh, I'm chocolate, 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 chocolate chip. <laughs> Fucking hate this place now. <laughs> and I, it's, it's screw it. We're all dead. We're all dead at this point. Keith Oberman told you so. <laughs> Donald Trump sold us down the river with nuclear secrets of our defense. Uh, I want to talk to you about my guys over at JM4 Tactical. They're over in Abilene, Texas. My buddy Chad Myers, he's a good buddy. He's got the only patented magnet, magnetic technology for his magnetic retention holster. It's kind of cool. Like, you know, those, those holsters, it's, it's made out of uh, a uh, Herman. I always get confused on this because there's so many steer hides out there herman oak full grain u.s grade a steer hide which means it's an incredible leather but it's got this real powerful magnet in there and it kind of flaps over so you can put it on your belt or in your pants <laughs> but it, you could also put it on like your waistbands of your athletic shorts or your sweats or your leggings whatever you're wearing and so it's got an easy removal from on body carry to storage without the need to unholster your firearm in fact if you Come mess with me at my truck. You will find that my magnetic holster has my firearm secured tightly in place and easily accessible. And you can put it in a lot of places, which is really cool. So I want you to go check them out. They are, again, Texas owned and operated. A really cool, very, um, very uh, value centered group of people over there at JM4 Tactical. I want you to check them, check them out at JM, the number four, tactical.com. And if you use promo code CHAD, you will get a discount. So check them out, JM4Tactical.com and use promo code CHAD. We'll be right back. Promote something. Uh, AmericanBeautyBySarah.com. <laughs> also, RealWomen'sClub.com. Yeah, we haven't promoted that in a minute. No. RealWomen'sClub.com. I've been so focused on 76Forever.com, but it's all good stuff. American Beauty by Sarah. I am wearing Miss America right now on my lips. Are you? In case you're interested. Yes. It's very subdued. I like it. Yes. The other day, the bright red was uh, huge lips, which huge. I wore in honor of uh You sent me a picture of that president. stuff about when the sunlight hits you just right. I was like, girl. What's up? Yeah, that was some good lighting in the car. All right. Yeah. Flawless. All right. No uh, filters. No no fake boobs like Rose Montoya. Yeah. No penis. Uh, <laughs> which is crucial to beauty, in my opinion. It is. It um, is. Yeah. Uh, go over to chadpratherlive.com. Just go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. You can't come to the Bluxy show this weekend. It's sold out. And I want you to come to Beaumont, though. 
and tell your friends, come on, drive only at seven hours, eight hours. It's worth the drive. Me and Zach Rush are going to be together. Can I ask them a question to yeah. answer a question? Yeah. Uh, if you think that Chad and I should go do some live shows together, let us know. Yeah. Go over where a podcast are offered. Leave a rating and review five stars and then tell us about uh, a city. Sarah mm-hmm. and I need to come to and do some yeah. shows together. All right. Yeah. Tomorrow's Thursday. We'll get off the rails. We love you. God bless you. Thank you, Sarah. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Thanks. 